0: Welcome to Grow Up, insights on how businesses can use technology to grow better. Please welcome your hosts, Jason Parkinson and Mark Hemmer. It's the Grow Up Podcast. My name is Jason Parkinson. And I am Mark Hemmer. And another special guest on the podcast today. I'm pretty excited. We have a business owner, an entrepreneur, serial entrepreneur, if you Mm -hmm. want to call him that. Uh, Travis Platt from Platt's Printing is going to be joining us here in just a minute. And I'm excited that Travis is with us because what we're going to talk about today, reputation management on social media, Travis has a very interesting story to tell, and uh, it's just really nice. To have a business owner who's willing to open up about his business and some things that maybe haven't gone as well um, in that social media realm. So excited! We're going to talk to him coming up in uh, in just a couple of minutes. But first, I'm going to throw things to Christy. She's got another opportunity to talk about a major disruption in business. Christy, thanks, Jason. Going to the video rental store was a staple of American life until it wasn't. When streaming video became an option, Netflix wasted little time in prioritizing the service. The rest, as they say, is history. Now people watch movies and shows on Hulu, Netflix, and Amazon. Retail giants like Blockbuster couldn't offer the convenience, pricing, or selection that its suddenly fierce competitors could. Netflix adopted a new technology early and effectively, giving it an insurmountable lead over the old guard. I'm Christy Sparling with another great moment in technology history. Jason?
1: Thanks, Christy. So, Jason, according to Moz... Online reviews have been shown to impact 67.7% of purchasing decisions. That's a lot of purchasing decisions. It's uh, yeah. It's but a if tunnel. you think about it, I mean,
0: I use reviews all the time. Amazon reviews, Facebook reviews, all that stuff. Oh, when they're I'm the ready. first
1: thing that I look at. Yeah. And
0: like, if something's only got a couple stars, like I'm out.
1: Yeah, right? absolutely. And we're not alone. Uh, according to Bright Local, 90% of consumers read online reviews before visiting a business or yeah. buying or interacting with something like that.
0: Yeah. And that's why I'm kind of excited to talk to uh, to Travis Platt. Now, full disclosure, Travis and I are good friends. We go back a long ways. I think that's probably why he was most open to, uh, you know, coming on the show today and talking through some things with us. But uh, Travis Platt from Platt's Printing. Welcome to the show.
2: Well, thank you. Thanks for having me. Yeah, no,
0: glad yeah, to absolutely. have you on. So here's the um, here's the deal. I'll I'll do a little bit of a level set um, for everybody about Platts Printing. Travis has an outstanding printing company called Platts Printing, and one thing you need to know about Travis is Travis has muscular dystrophy and he's in a wheelchair. But what's great about it is that does not slow down what he's been doing in business for years. But one of the things that is challenging for Travis, I think, more than maybe other business owners is it's hard for Travis to actually do the printing work, fulfill the orders because of some of the physical limitations. Mm -hmm. And Travis, stop me at any point if I'm off base on some of this, but you have to rely on managers and employees within your organization
2: to execute your vision, you know, for you. Yeah, you know, that's true. Uh, Also, I mean, most companies out there uh, also rely uh, on their support staff. Uh, The difference with me is if uh, it kind of, really hits the fan, I can't step in, you know, and fix it. And pick
0: up the yeah. Yes. Yeah. No, that's that's a good point. And so when you're relying on support staff like that, when you're relying on employees and on managers to run the day to day operations of an organization and that ball gets dropped Right. That can cause some major customer service issues. And so I wanted you today, Travis, and I appreciate your openness and honesty. I wanted you to just kind of walk through maybe the last you know, nine months of your business and kind of where, you know, some things got off the rails. There were some negative customer service issues and then kind of what that looked like on on social media for you. So maybe just start back, you know, nine months ago and take us through that story. All right.
2: So, um, well, a little bit prior to nine months ago, I set out to do kind of a a pivot, an extreme pivot, and move our operations into Peoria. and that's where things started to get a little shaky. Uh, our, so, re- basically, the relocation of your of your your primary operations. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, I spent a lot of time off site, uh, not with the team and uh, then I didn't have, you know, my eyes directly on uh, the day-to-day operations. And so about 10 or 11 months ago, uh, my creative director had decided to take another job that was a little more uh, cut-and-dried design work. You know, it's good good for him. Mm -hmm. Uh, And so he was the one uh, handling most all of our work out of that location's uh, day-to-day project management. I see. So, you know, about nine months ago as he was uh, transitioning out, uh, we had a few orders from our online store that didn't get fulfilled, Mm -hmm. uh, and my production manager also made his exit.
0: (laughs) It was like the perfect storm of, of people leaving the organization, right? Yeah, it's never fun.
2: Yeah, yeah. So I took this time. It's, uh, it was a frustrating few years, you know, being a visionary, and this is, uh, this is my vision that I'm trying to grow, and it wasn't exactly going uh, where I wanted it to, so I thought, what better time uh, than now to take a little bit of a break, uh, reset, and reboot Sure. so hmm. we could relocate, really dial in um, what we're good at, what we want to do. Uh, and build a new team
0: yeah i think that's a smart probably a smart move at that point right if you're losing if you're losing some of the key players that can run your organization you know taking kind of a reboot you know probably made sense
2: yeah you know and for for a few years it's kind of uh someone drops off and so you you bring in someone else and uh it if you've noticed by most of uh, when i'm talking to you culture is very important uh to me these days because you can see how quickly uh you can dilute your culture and the whole uh trajectory of the company will sway off course yeah that's Mm. a great point so then let's
0: fast forward a little bit so you decided to close up shop for a while focus on the reboot and then, um, you know, basically be able to, to come into, into social media and, and announce that there's going to be a reboot.
2: Yes. So uh, July 1st was uh, when I had started uh, kind of this daily uh, Instagram and Facebook campaign. Um, we we're going to do that the whole month of July and then have our official launch August 1st. Sure. Hmm. and uh, we got our first negative uh, comment on July 1st on Instagram. Okay. Uh, okay. It wasn't even a, you know, a client. Okay. I was a family member of somebody from the past. So, you know, like you said, that was my, my knee-jerk reaction uh, then was to delete it. Uh, uh, so
0: basically you got a negative comment on one of those posts about you reopening your business. Mm-hmm and then
2: you deleted it, right? Yeah, it was more of a personal attack towards me and was going after uh, the new employees. Gotcha, I see. And so that was, uh, again, you you think it's an isolated incident. Uh, And Instagram is, uh, well, I mean, that's my go-to social. I just, I like it. Yeah. Uh, But the community is a lot different. It is. So it didn't really catch on, you know. And then July 2nd, one of our uh, customers commented on Instagram, and you know, again, it didn't go anywhere. So by July fourth, uh, that's when they hit us on Facebook, mm-hmm. and that's where it got extremely uh, out of hand.
0: So when you say out of hand, like, just give us a little bit of a like, what were people posting? We don't need the specifics, but what were people posting on your company Facebook page, and how did that make you feel as you know, as a business owner?
2: Uh, well, it was just you know a lot of uh, people saying that you know we do bad business, uh, we're a fraud and and all of that. And of course, I mean, as a business owner, especially an entrepreneur of a startup, uh, it hits it hits hard because the the company is you you know yeah. so it might it, minus, it, it is point. yeah That's you're, a very you're the point. face right? yeah and it's a, well not just a face but I mean really it's you it's a part of you yeah you know so when you attack you know my vision and my dream uh, you know that sucks it feels very personal yeah 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 and and the worst the worst part of it is I've been very open with everybody i come in contact with about our reboots and what's going on and and the hardest part of all of this was it wasn't even factual uh things that they were mm. complaining about it was just a smear campaign and that's that's what I didn't know how to deal with because we've for you know the seven years since we've been in that location have always had a hundred percent satisfaction guarantee we've never had any uh, negative social comments. Because if somebody has an issue, we fix it. Yeah. So it was the the two things uh, I wasn't experienced in dealing with. You know, what do you do when you're in the middle of a full fledged attack? And especially, what do you do when it's uh, it's fake? Like how do you how do you rebut that? You don't want to just be silent. You know, what is the right way to handle it?
0: I think that's a great question. And I kind of want to pause there and talk about now at that time, you didn't really have a documented plan in place for how to handle some type of outcry on social media, right? No, not at all. And so, the other thing to kind of note, and you and I had worked through this issue, and that's why, you know, we reached out to about having you join us on the Mm -hmm. podcast to talk about this today. Um, When that was happening, it felt very aggressive from a lot of people. However, if Mm -hmm. you look at the root of it, it's really maybe three or four people who all kind of know each other that are kind of ganging up together to like really attack your page. And what that does Mm -hmm. is, Other visitors of the thousands of people that you had following Platt's printing online, you know, those visitors only see these loud vocal, um, individuals. Right. Exactly. And so, yeah, that's a great point. And Mark, I don't know, like, do you want to talk through a little bit, like, in a situation like this where somebody's smearing you online and, you know, those comments aren't, you know, necessarily, accurate to, you know, to your business, maybe they don't understand the whole picture or don't, you know, maybe they had a bad experience, but, you know, and didn't care about what the company was trying to do to make it right. Like how should, how should a business owner respond to that type of thing?
1: Yeah. So there's a, there's a couple of things to touch on here. Uh, One, the documented plan is big because when something like that happens, it happens quickly. It feels like it gets out of hand very quickly. Yeah. It can feel personal, which makes you as the business owner feel emotional about it. And you want a plan that you can immediately reference to kind of take yourself out of the fray. Mm -hmm. So you don't, uh, you know, send the wrong message or the wrong response in the moment. Yeah, no, I think that that's that's
0: smart. And so as you start putting that plan together for your own business, right, you got to be thinking about, okay, so what's the plan for if there's negative press about my company? What's the plan if there's negative social media posts about my company? What's the plan if if we're getting, you know, angry customer voicemails like there can be this entire encompassing plan that you put together on how to handle customer service issues
1: and whether or not the social media commentary that people are posting to your page is Accurate, you you don't want to get into some kind of battle with that person inside of Facebook. Uh, yeah, a public forum is not good. <laughs> it's just going to look yeah. it's going to be very hard for your your broader social media audience to be able to tell what's fact and what's fiction. Yeah. And so it makes you, as the business owner, look, you know, you, you put yourself at risk by looking like you're diving into the fight. Most people don't look good when they're fighting on Facebook. Even yeah. when you're in the right. It's very difficult to yeah. to appear that way to other people. So I think a better practice, you know, when, when somebody's got a
0: situation where somebody is – you know, being aggressive or being angry at them online or at their company, mm-hmm. like the best way to do that is to try and take that conversation offline or into a private channel as quick as possible. Yeah. And agreed. a good way to do this is if you have as as part of your documented plan, if you have a page on your website that is just for customer service issues where maybe the header of the page is, you know, I'm I, you know, i we're sorry that we you know we didn't meet your expectations um, and then give them the opportunity to give you their name their email their phone and tell why they're upset right. where then you can as soon as you get that information you can then follow up with them that's a great way where in a public forum where somebody's upset your company can respond with i'm so sorry you had a bad experience we want to make it right can you visit yes. this link and we'll take care of you and then what that does is other customers they see this they go oh first point is somebody was upset.
1: Second point is this business is taking care of right. it. the company responds. And that's a that's another huge point that we need to hit on is that people want to be heard. Yeah. They want to know that, OK, you've heard my complaint. You've acknowledged that there is a complaint. So I'm not being kind of brushed off. Right. I'm not being ignored. So that's the danger in deleting posts, which, again, is a totally understandable impulse in the moment. Yeah.
0: It's like, get that thing off my
1: page. And of fact, course. Yeah. A lot of the want.
0: businesses we talk to are scared to create a Facebook page because they're scared of what people may say about their business. Right.
1: And it is scary. Again, Facebook gets away from you so quickly. I mean, it is a uh, there's there's very much a hive mind mentality. So once or once somebody makes one comment, it's very easy for other people to go, "Oh yeah," like right. That's right. Forget these people. Like it's a yeah. uh, you know and team up on. I you. Know.
2: I it, you know. I touched on it uh, about the difference in Instagram uh, and Facebook mentality, but but this it, it shows exactly what we're talking about because it was a mob yeah as soon as uh people woke up you know uh, on at like 1 a.m uh on july 4th i think before it went kind of when i was winding down to go to bed is when we had kind of started to pick up the attack uh on facebook and you know jason had already told me don't don't delete the post. I'm like, all right. So, I, <laughs> so you so, were listening. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I was listening. I uh, This uh, person was uh, an ex-client of ours, so I thought uh, that we should at least address it, you know, and I was trying to maneuver it offline, you know, addressing right. their concerns and giving them an alternate way uh, to follow up and, and take care of this. And after an hour or so... You realize, well, maybe, maybe that's not what this is actually about. Hmm. Hmm. Uh, it's not about restitution or you know making it right. It's just something they want. They want to attack you. Yeah, yeah. They just feel and, better by making the attack.
1: And in that in that case, I would say, uh, you know, less response is more. I, Travis, to your credit, as uh, you know, as many as many baseball players and aspiring politicians and other famous people find out. Uh you know, social posts can be deleted, but screenshots live forever and so, yeah. if you were to have responded again to your credit, you did not say anything aggressive back or anything explicit or mm-hmm. angry back i've He's seen professional yeah. i've seen quite a few businesses who do respond in that way,, yeah. and that is a toxic. Uh, Mm -hmm. thing to have attached to your business. If somebody comes and, as you mentioned, maybe it's not about a specific incident and they just they're angry and are directing that anger at you when the business owner gives it back in the same vein. That makes me not want to do business at all with that company. Oh, it will scare off. It will (laughs) scare off future customers. Absolutely. And so that's another word of caution. And again, in the moment, you can understand how if someone attacked your dream, your business, your baby you might That's come the back reaction. just yeah. as hard at them with, yes. an,
2: with an insult or attack. I, I will say it was a test of strength. Yeah, I bet. Uh, because uh, what they were, you know, the whole scenario of their interaction with us, you know, as a customer and as a provider, uh, their side was a lie. And I have proof of that. But you can't just go into slinging that out there right. because right. you're right. You just It turns into... Uh, this violent tornado where no one is a winner. Yeah, correct. No, And ultimately, you know, when it uh, when it didn't even die down by the end of uh, that Friday, uh, I was forced to just unpublish the Platts-Prain Facebook page uh, until after my lawyer uh, could get through um, the whole situation and talk to these people because there was, at this point, I, I had exhausted, uh, every professional option. (laughs) Right. So, uh, so then I decided to just shut it down and, uh, let's step back from it because it's hard. Yeah, man, I bet. And I can't
0: imagine being in your shoes in that, in that situation either. But I will say that just a couple things here before we wrap up today, the, when you're talking about reputation management on social media, like it is a, It is a ever changing landscape too. like it is the the different types of comments people can leave and and all of that stuff changes all the time, not just in the words that they can say, but even the channels that are available for them to leave comments in. And yes, the knee jerk reaction is let's delete this post or let's respond maybe negatively. But, you know, when I'm looking at even things like Amazon reviews or Facebook reviews or any Yelp. All of that stuff. If there's a negative comment, like I expect there to be negative comments. If it sure. was all just 100% five stars across the board, I'm going to look at that and go, man, this thing is fake. Like these, some of these have to be fake. Nobody ever had a bad experience here. Right. Most I people. like, I like yeah. seeing a couple of one and two star reviews and I will seek those out and read them when I'm getting ready to make a purchasing decision. And I will also look at how did the company respond to this? What action did they take to try and make this right with the customer? And then I go, OK, so I know if I do have a bad experience, which it's not likely I will, because the majority mm-hmm. of the reviews are good. But if I do have a bad experience, this is what I can expect as a response from the company to get it taken care of. Yeah. And so all these things you have to just take into account. When that, you're building that's very a
1: valuable. And I, I have been I have been in my own shopping experiences scared off by companies who did respond negatively or yeah. did respond by I, I've seen I've seen Yelp reviews. Uh, of restaurants where the restaurant owner will write back like this person was rude and a coup didn't leave a tip yeah and a terrible you know dresser and blah 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 and say all these really turns you off from wanting to go oh i would never i if i have a bad meal the restaurant owner is going to attack me and and (laughs) try to brush me off on the internet like that no thanks that's a restaurant that's crossed off the list in an instant I know. So Mark, what do you think's the 10-second takeaway today? The 10-second takeaway is that social media can be a minefield. Your business needs to be responsive. It needs to respond appropriately, and you should always try to move the conversation to a better channel. Awesome. Travis,
0: thank you so much for being open and honest today. We we really appreciate yeah, you sharing really do. your story.
2: Yeah, you. hey, I appreciate you
0: guys uh, inviting me on. Absolutely. And so, real quick plug, Travis, you want to talk about some upcoming things you've got going on on your own podcast soon?
2: Oh, yes, yes. So uh, I'm in the process of launching a, a vlog and a podcast that, uh, you know, it's it's centered around me. Now, I am a disabled uh, entrepreneur, but uh, I don't allow myself to be defined by my disability. I define uh, myself with my personal brand. Uh, so it'll be a mix of, you know, business and startup life. Uh, you know, and disabled life, and maybe the two will uh, cross over, but it's not necessarily uh, just for disabled people or just for entrepreneurs. Yeah, yeah, that's awesome. Sounds very interesting.
0: Looking forward to to check on that out. We'll put some links to that in the show notes of this episode awesome. too. So, Travis, thanks again, Mark. As always, thanks for being okay. with us. Thank you, Jason. And uh, it's the Grow Podcast. Have a great day. Thanks for listening to Grow Up. For more information about the topics discussed in today's show, visit
1: onefire.com slash grow up. This has been a One Fire production.